Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour at 36 p.m. every single day. My name is Jake Schwanitz. Sitting next to me today, Andre Simone, my guy. What's up, man? My guy. I missed being on a pod and hearing you hype up Buff Nation. <laughs> Just hits different, We're man. back. Um... You said presenting sponsor? I said presenting sponsor. Very good. Very good. Professional over here. And um, yeah, Ryan, people asking Sean the legend for starters on Twitter, is RK out twerking? Definitely. Hell yeah. He's taking a a trip to Twerk Island uh, real quick. That's right. That's, I mean, in a sense, a a twerk motion, it's almost like a boomerang. What what goes out (laughs) must come back. And for all the, twerk accusations that were made yes. uh, to you and Alyssa this the last week he's it's all coming right back to him i mean we all twerk at some point right <laughs> and, uh, i mean you can't you know you can't you can't not twerk ever <laughs> you got to sometime you got to twerk uh, all all work and no play would be all work and no twerk makes Andre a dull boy. So you got you to have that right balance. Yeah. <laughs> That's one way to put it. It's a shining reference for you. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't know if RK is twerking or working. So he could no, be working. Sadly, he's in a meeting. He oh, he meeting. is working. Ugh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll get him back very, very Though soon. I wonder, these meetings, you know, you've been in meetings with RK. It's a little... It's nebulous. How much is work and how much is him? <laughs> I was going to say, meeting is a... Uh, a choice word to use to describe those right. meetings. He just <laughs> spits bars, you know, and that's how that meeting goes. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, cool. All right. Well, we got you here, and we're going to break down some O-line. I'm going to take Let's advantage go. of your talents. Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh, we also have two four-star prospects, or recruits, I should say, that visited last weekend that we will discuss. Legends. Um, but for once and for all, hopefully, we are going to once again just talk about number seven. Cromani McLean put out an Instagram post last night. Right. Um, basically saying, I'm here to work, man. And y'all are tripping. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. Man, that's such a great <laughs> translation from Jake. Um, y'all are tripping. And his his mama didn't raise him to trip exactly so he'll be working while y'all trip yes and okay. just in response to the comments yesterday because it was uh uh i don't even know the word where's he getting the majority of his comments it's people on his ig bucking him probably is twitter it, well he doesn't even check twitter honestly it's gotta be he, ig is that post a, a post to this podcast directly with <laughs> Maybe. what is going on you know where's he know. hearing the noise it's so interesting this buffs ecosystem you guys are all part of because it's you know uh, yeah where, was there that much buzz about this number seven um i think it's been blown up quite a bit and i think <laughs> Again, i mean by who well i don't <laughs> think we chat specifically well, i don't think we helped yesterday on. Um, but to the people in the comments, I mean, just, guys, you're not behaving. I'm off the box for two days and, uh, all good, all oneself. Uh, We're not trying to start any division between uh-uh. guys on the team. Nope, and nope. at the end of the day, they are just Jersey numbers. They I mean, are just Jersey numbers. It's okay. It's so true. We can discuss them and we cannot have the world end. It's all right. And the beauty is, you know, one per defense, one per offense. Exactly. 
So who knows? Maybe Cormani could pull a Travis <laughs> on us and we'll be playing see. on offense. He could still have numbers. He's very seven. talented. And my understanding was these numbers, they have them now, but they're not forever. Well, and as I said yesterday, Cam Selman Craig's been in college two years. He'd have a good year and leave. And number seven's wide open again. You heard it here first. It's a, just it's okay, guys. We, 5'10", 175. Is he too light for the league? He's a freshman, man. Or oh, Cam? Yeah. Um, I mean, Cam is... Uh, he brings the dynamite, man. Yeah, he compared yeah. himself to, oh, to Bob Sanders. He w- Or play style, I should say. Compare. He's got that vibe. What a yes. great comp. Mm-hmm. Great tackles when I was there. Yep. Saved the touchdown. Hank was trucking. And I got to say, with Cam Soman Craig and Trevor Woods... Those are we used to call those lumberjacks in high school because they lay the wood. Very good, very <laughs> good. Yeah, I mean, defense kind of coming around to a lot of these numbers. Jimmy started us off, but now the defense is really four straight taking it back. Four straight. Who do you think's next? And then, I mean, Travis is a swing vote. You know, he is a swing. That's true. So not s- not in this camp. It should be said in this camp. Well, if he's earned football, his yes. number, it's spring football thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because he has done so on offense. But and as you guys talked to him or Ryan talked to him last week, I mean, he's just got to learn. Learning an offensive playbook is way harder than a defensive, which is what he's doing right now. Learning the offensive playbook, learning the finer aspects. Some um, great quotes. Him and Rhino really vibing. Yeah, really, you could tell. <laughs> I uh, love. I love. Him laughing that he just finds it funny to make people look bad. Ryan yes. then laughing and being like, why, why is that? That was all-time interaction. Um, who's next? Everyone's asking who's next. Um, do you want You're me to the real guess? insider. I think... Ah, man, I've got a good one. I'm going to go Dylan Edwards. Yeah, that was my prediction last week. Dylan ever I mean, again, I was accused of recency bias because he'd had a good practice and was allowed to speak on the podium that day. Yes. So I'm actually kind of surprised Dylan doesn't have one yet. Yeah, well, and going back to that, one of the first running backs that we talked to was Charlie Offerdahl. And I thought that he That's would be getting call. one too. That's a good call. Wait, but Hank's running. Hank also. Running backs look good. Running backs do look good. And Kavassier Smoke's not even in Boulder yet. I'm, you know, I'm a real trench head. Mm-hmm. JB flashed a lot. Jeremiah Brown, for those of you who are yes. new to the show or not up on your Jackson State, um, flashed a lot. And, you know, we just know what a, what an electric rusher he can be. I want to say Tyler Brown on the offense. But I don't know that the O-line's got it like that right now. Well, and even Van Wells, the guy who's returning starter when we talked about what Coach O'Boyle said yesterday. He's got some... He had a rough day yesterday is what it sounds like. Happens, man. They've got a lot of depth. They're adjusting to these new QBs or old QBs in some ways. More problematic. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not all, it's not all going to click early Mm -hmm. and that defense looks good. They're lean. They're fast. They get after they do that front gets, I mean, there is literally nowhere to go, but up for the defense from last year. Fair enough. You (laughs) could have set up that about the offense too, though. Yeah, I mean, the offense wow. had some pieces. I mean, wow. you're seeing it now. Wow. You're seeing Hank. You're no, seeing Charlie Offerdahl. You're true. seeing Van Wells. That's true. Van, uh, Tank. Tank. You're seeing uh, Jake Wiley Jake now Wiley. stepping in first team. Honestly, a lot of returners are look have made plenty of impact on both sides of the ball. And then, you know, the front end is fast and gets gets after it. Back end, they're well coached. They're in their spots. Mm-hmm. Even without Cormani and Travis, they yep. got, they're working with stuff. Yeah, they look all right. We'll Go see. Buffs. Still Buffs, work in progress. You know I mean. Did you give out a pick for your next day to earn a number? JB or TB. Oh, that's right. Okay. But I, I definitely settle on Jeremiah Brown. I think that's a smart call. Um, Boy, yeah, love that Bentley goal. He's got to be up there, too. Uh, we do have practice tomorrow, so we'll see. Uh, I'm assuming it will at least get some numbers tomorrow maybe just one it could be four again but uh we will be talking to coach mathis tomorrow and a player 
Um, so you guys can expect that. Okay. Great stuff as always. Let's talk some uh, recruit real quick. Oh, Recruiting. yeah. Yeah. A little recruiting season? Yes, sir. So it's we always had recruiting season, I'm told. It's always recruiting season when Coach Prime's your coach. Absolutely. Always. Good, good. I'm glad we're all on the same page. Two four-star players last weekend in Boulder. Oh. Yep. Uh, today, I believe it was Steve Wiltfong of 247 Sports put out this report that Styles Prescott visited last weekend. Offensive tackle, four stars, 247 Sports composite four-star, 313th overall player, 26th overall tackle, listed at 6'6", 280 from Hamilton Southeastern High School in Fishers, Indiana. Yep. Uh, he does have some crystal balls to what I guess his hometown school would be, and that's Notre Dame. Um, as wow. recent as January, three of them. Okay. But he was okay. in CU over the weekend. National recruiting. Mm-hmm. Going head to head with teams like Notre Dame. You love to see that. That's where Dylan Edwards was flipped from, was from Notre Dame. That's absolutely right. Top 30 at a premium position. So you love that. Love the size. But they love them some tall offensive tackles. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Length <laughs> yeah. for days. For My sure. God. That's what Coach O'Boyle said yesterday was this is the longest group uh, or most impressive group lengthwise he thinks he's ever coached. There was another old lineman visiting when we were there at the practice, what, like last Wednesday, uh, Nebraska kid. So they're getting they're getting after it in the trenches. Yep. And I mean, last time I was on the pod a while back, you know, we were talking about defensive trenches and some of the exciting guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're addressing that and you you love that. They are addressing that, and it's something that a lot of Buff Nation's been concerned about. I can't tell you how many times I've been told, yeah, these skill players are great, but you need to go back to the O-line, and people are going always say, you know, that was kind of Coach Prime's thing at Jackson. Always got the skill players, always kind of had the patchwork O-line. Mm. Um, but when you have a quarterback like Shador Sanders, you can kind of just yep, make it make work. It happen. That's a skill position, too. So, Styles Prescott. First off, that's a great name. Styles Prescott. It's not Prescott. Prescott, with a D. Almost God. Prescott. Yes. Nice. There, uh, 27 offers. Bama, Cincinnati, CU, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, Notre Dame. Boom. Tennessee. So we'll see. It's another guy to put on the radar. Yeah. Um, other guy is Mr. Amari Jefferson. And this one... Um, Kind of gets into one of the issues still facing CU and CU athletics. I'll get into that shortly. Amari Jefferson, six foot one, 195 pound wide receiver from Baylor School, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Beautiful. 336 overall prospect or recruit, 32nd athlete is what he's listed under there, but it says wide receiver on 247 Sports. 247 Sports composite four star. He has committed to Tennessee for baseball. Baseball. Which, who knows when their uh, national letter of intent is needed. Ba- for baseball? Yeah. yeah. That's a whole I, other I world. mean, I'd assume yeah. it's different timing. All right. Um, so, boy, Coach Prime could sell him on choosing his path. Mm-hmm. Baseball, football. But the Buffs can't offer baseball. Can't offer baseball because they don't Inter-mural have intramurals. Best we can do. Basically, it's a club team. They wear the jerseys. It says Colorado on it, but it's a uh, it's a club team. Club team. It's a problem. When it is a problem. They play some really good baseball in the Pac-12. Yes, really good baseball. Yeah, Big Twelve too. Well, see you. Let's uh, let's get after it, man. It's weird because Colorado. I would say if there's one sport of the Big Four. That this state produces the more preps who go on to do high th- high end things as pros, it'd be baseball. Mm-hmm. And all those kids have to go out of state. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, this goes back to before Coach Prime was hired. There were many problems facing this athletic department. Yep, yep. and one of them has always kind of been money. Right. And that's really the obstacle facing CU right now with bas- with baseball. Um, because of Title IX, you'd have to add another woman's sport, and I which mean, let's go makes let's sense do it. to be softball. 
So let's get it rolling. Let's get the the baseball softball culture rolling here in Boulder. Let's do it. They used to have a a good program, mm-hmm. um, and they just got to get back at it. Now, does Amari want to play two sports in college? He does. Ouch. That was the that reports. That one hurts. But Alyssa, if you want to pull up what I sent you before the show, um, there it is. Boom. <laughs> also in the number seven. <laughs> So many, man. So many. Um, but I mean, the kid is interested. Obviously, if you uh, listeners, uh, for those not watching on YouTube, he's coming. Uh, we'll see. But he, if you go, I to, mean, I'm just reading the hashtag. Oh, Mister Jefferson well, himself put in this. Let's say we coming. Um, look at yeah. The, for the audio listeners only, do you want to describe what we're what we're showing on our screen? So go on to Instagram, <laughs> Amari.Jefferson7. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, there's about eight pictures of him visiting CU oh, in the all whites, wearing number that. seven. Um, and if you go on his page, I mean, he's got pictures in Clemson gear, cl- pictures in Alabama gear. Um, but that's it. Doesn't have any Tennessee picks. And is a Tennessee baseball commit, though. I don't know, man. Uh, we talked about him on Monday, I believe. He yeah. released the top 12, and CU was included Woo. in that. Top so. 12. Gotta love a top 12. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's um, incredible. I mean, say Scobuffs, hashtag we coming, though. The top 12 I would have given you shit about, but this, this is legit. Yeah. First off, beautiful photos. Yeah, great photos. Great photos. So there you go. Keep an eye on Amari Jefferson. Um, he, again, wow's does say he wants to play baseball, but we shall see. We'll we, find out. Indeed, we shall. Indeed, we shall. You want to talk some O line? Let's do it, man. I always love to talk some O line. <coughs> but first, a shout out to our friends at Pins and Aces, the official golf Let's apparel go. partner of All City and DMVR. Uh, we love our pins and aces gear. I can't wait to get mine in. Dude. Uh, they've got some cool stuff on there. It was Amazing a hard decision stuff. picking a few things. I know. But, uh, I'm excited. What'd you go with? Uh, I think I went with the light green, like the light hoodie. Oh, nice. Like the, nice. I don't know what the material is. Um, and then I think I'm going to get a hat, too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, got, hat I just got hats. On brand. Yeah. I got to stay on brand. Got to stay on brand. Though, <laughs> no hat, Jake. Maybe that's... I don't know, exponentially more love than Hat Jake, you know? Well, no Hat Jake uh, needs a haircut. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm actually Hat Andres on in the same club. Yeah, so uh, that's why that's going on. Anyways, Pins and Aces are family-owned golf apparel, uh, family-owned golf apparel business right here in Colorado. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, uh, and go. even beer sleeves. Check out pinsandaces.com and use code DMVR to receive 15% off. Your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. And then shout out to Fubo TV. Um, Fubo TV is the best place to watch the Avs and Nuggets. Uh, they also have 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. It was my go-to uh, option for entertainment in Hawaii because Hawaii television is not good. Not good. Shots fired at Hawaii TV, <laughs> but that is why we love Fubo is no matter where you are, no matter what the blackout or other yes. insane restrictions may be in your particular area, like us with Nugs and Avalanche, Fubo TV, boom, put that code DNVR in, all's taken care of, no contracts, no nothing. So no hat Jacob, big commitment guy? A little uh, scared of commitment. What uh, in what regard? Uh, <laughs> anything, anything. I'm not setting you up. I'm coming um, to the DMVR. I'll say that. that he that he is that he is, <laughs> and Fubo TV allows him to pursue that yes. commitment to DMVR without the long term strings attached. So that's another reason we love Fubo. Yeah. You can start watching immediately with a seven day trial. Um, again, you can watch the Abs and Nuggets on Altitude Sports with Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DMVR. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Shout out to those guys and pins and aces. Yes, absolutely. Good All people. right, Dre. Any juicy details? O-line talk. O-line heavy week. Is it? Started, well, we started on Saturday yep. with the question to Coach Prime. 
about how he viewed the offensive line. And that's when Coach Prime used the opportunity to go, this is not going to be the same team that you see for the first week in Texas. So there's going to be a lot of new faces, a lot of new attitudes. Um, Yikes. So that started it off. Then yeah, we went I mean, to practice yesterday. Squad's been put on notice quite a bit in quite these first couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, only still only one transfer out since then. Right. Got to pick Th- those. They're coming. Up. They're yeah, coming. They come. They're coming. Um, and then yesterday we talked to Coach O'Boyle. Yep. Um, we got his thoughts on that. We talked about that all yesterday. So let's break it all down. Kind of see where we're at. And then we can give our projected starting offensive lines for week one against TCU. Okay, let's do it. So with the transfers, again, seven guys coming in. Two guys have yet to show up on campus. That is Landon Beebe, and that is Jack Bailey. Yes. Um, We can get into those guys, but on campus now. Jack Bailey literally just transferred. Yes. Well, committed. 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 Right. Yes. Yes. From Toledo. Toledo. Kent State. Kent State. Killing me, man. I always confuse those. I know, I know. (laughs) I I get it, though. It's the same colors. It's the same colors in the Mac. In the Mac. (laughs) But no, I know that Sean Lewis was at Kent State. Yes. I I should know better. I'm sorry. You do know that. I'm sorry. You do know that. Anyways, Isaiah Jada is there. Um, This guy from Snow College, one of the top-ranked JUCO prospects in the nation, according to On3 and 247 Sports. Yeah. We're excited Um, about Jada. Very excited. He can play guard. He can play tackle. Um, we saw him at left tackle in that picture initially a few weeks ago. I can't remember who posted it. Um, okay. I want to say it was... I can't remember. It was someone on the offensive line posted a picture. He was left tackle. Okay. So he's one of your transfer guys. Another like guy... Jack Wilty posted it. Jack Wilty. Yeah. Jack Wilty oh, yeah. comes in from Iowa Central Community College. Uh-huh. Uh, wasn't as highly ranked as a Juco player as yep. Jada was. Yep. But for what it's worth, he was an ICCAC football all-conference first-team player. Okay. Did you need me to repeat that? <laughs> ICC, and then you lost me. AC. ICCAC. Yes. Okay. Okay. In conference realignment, let's make a note, like, about three acronyms is about as far as we could go. Yes, for sure. Uh, Three-letter acronyms, so that's a good note. Okay. And then we have Yusuf Mugerbill. This guy was a four-star recruit to Florida, committed there, uh, I believe, class of 21. Didn't play the last two years, did not see any game action, but was a four-star recruit. At, At Florida. At Florida. Okay. And when Coach Brewster's son, I believe Clint Brewster is his name, who works for 247 Sports, put out a tweet talking about most impressive transfers so far, Mugerbill was listed. He's a big boy, 6'5", 310. On campus? On campus. Just a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, all I remember about Mugerbill is when Ryan told me his name, I thought he was doing a... <laughs> It's a mover bill. It's a, you know, like mover bill. I don't know. Um, I should have had you pronounce his name first. I'm excited. <laughs> mover bill. I like what you're telling me about mover bill. Yes. Moogs, as he's known. Um, and then our guy, Tyler Brown. Um, we know a bunch about him, of course. Friend of the program. From Jackson, Mississippi. Played at Louisiana. Then transferred to Jackson State. Now transferred to CU. Um Earned AP third team FCS All-American honors last year. Was all SWAC first team, I believe, at left guard. Started all 13 games for the Jackson State Tigers last year. Yeah. And then finally, Savion yes, Washington. At, at left guard, for sure. Yes. I watched I watched some tape. Oh, let's get into it. But yeah. very shortly, Savion Washington. Savion. Savion, right tackle. Mm-hmm. Kent State. Kent State. Might see those jerseys and think, Toledo? No. Kent State. Wrong. Toledo's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Golden Flashes? Yes. Let's go. Let's <laughs> Good go, job. baby. Uh, Savion. Savion. Big boy. 6'8", 320. Huge. Massive. Played in all or 12 games. I don't know if that's all 12. They played 13 or not. Anyways, we all know what uh, Kent State was about with Sean Lewis. Oof. He was a staple on that offensive line. So those five guys, those transfers, who stood out to you, and what can you tell us about you, what you've seen on film? Jake, Jack, <laughs> Jack <laughs> Bailey, 
Um, when I rewatched that Kent State O line, really stands out to me. Playing left guard. First off, you seen photos of this guy? Yes. Yes. Looks like a bad dude, man. Um, yeah. Meant in the nicest way possible. Mm-hmm. And then you see him on a football field. Neck. He's got the neck, neck roll. roll. The cowboy He's got collar. The neck roll. Yeah. And then, you know, it's that Sean Lewis offense. These guards, they're, whether it's, you know, by hook or by crook, they're always moving. Whether it's misdirection or it's because they're coming downhill to get you. And Jack Bailey was doing that. He was moving well. His feet just look nice for a big guy. You know, mm-hmm. he just moves well. Savion, you see a lot of tools. The size, broad shoulders, fits well in that system. You know, again, I think it's interesting as much movement and getting these O-linemen out in space. Sean Lewis seemed to really like his size on the outside. Um, Savion, to me, though, has a little more ways to go. Tyler Brown's the guy you put on the Jackson State tape. You really like what you're watching. Um, in fact, Bailey and him could complement each other mm-hmm. nicely as a pair of guards. He's more of a road grader. I actually think he's like trimmed down quite he, a bit, man. He like definitely you does see look him. More he, tr- he yeah. had like some weight in his lower half. His legs just look massive. And he's generating like push, man. Mm-hmm. Um and he you know he just plays with great natural leverage and he just comes for you. Did you hear uh, what we talked about yesterday? What Coach Boyle said about him? No. First off, he said he was a little raw, needs to kind of you know polish up, but he called said he has caveman strength. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, interviewing an O line coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it get better than that? Honestly, I don't think so. I'm learning yeah. very quickly that those are becoming my favorite coaches to talk to. I mean, they're just... They just spit ball. They're true dudes. Yeah. Ball, ball is life to those guys, yeah. no doubt. Um, So, I mean, I'd say those three stand out. Now, you know, the... um. The resume, the resume alone for Moogerville mm-hmm. is really intriguing. Um, I wish I was more on the lookout for him when I was at practice. Well, like, don't blame you because uh, a lot of guys don't have numbers. It's hard to tell who's who. Uh, he's listed at 6'5", 330. That was insane, Jake. What? Trying to watch this practice with zero numbers? Oh, yeah. It was just stupid. Yeah, it's hard. I'm going off of, oh, that was a shorter name. That must have been Jeremiah Brown. That must have been insane. You're going back to well off, pausing it in RK (laughs) and RJ, like scooting in to try and like see if we can make out any letter. Nuts. Any hint we can get. Absolutely nuts. Not good. Not Um, good at all. But yeah, Moogerbill is an interesting one. And he's someone that I hope we get to see some more from in terms of uh, working with the ones maybe i want to see what these guys have may as well right now see what you got um isaiah jada is someone who's got a lot of work so far but you're still on tyler brown and jack bailey jada also intrigues me a lot Mm -hmm. but yeah to me it's it's bailey and it's bailey and brown those are the guys who i think could really upgrade this line down the middle pretty quickly you mentioned jack bailey the other guy who's joining later on this year is landon bb landon bb did play some left tackle and i think that's going to make things interesting when he shows up yeah uh, dude as a grad transfer that i mean like that's where there's most open competition Mm -hmm. with all due respect to tank you know for sure Tank a little more linear than Savion. Worries me a little. Worries yeah. me. It's just get up into his pads. Yeah. I mean, he's almost like too big sometimes. Sometimes there yeah. is such a thing as too big. Yeah. I mean, you gotta be you gotta be mean and you gotta play nasty and you gotta play with leverage. So with Landon BB, first team all Missouri Valley Conference last year, second team in twenty twenty. 2021, and then I guess their spring COVID season. Wow. And then was a two-time captain in 2021 and 2022. 
Love we're, get, that. we're getting a legit player here. What's his size? Listed at 6'3", 275. A little slender. Going to need to add some strength in uh, quite some time. Bold, a little left. A little technician mobile guy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I love that. And then some beef up the middle, some size on the right side. Mm -hmm. Now we're talking. Yep. Okay. So okay, that's uh, a solid sales pitch by you. Well done, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And then let's move on to the guys returning. Um, there's a lot of guys we could talk about here. I mean, I'm sure people in the comments are going to throw out Travis Gray and people like that. But it feels like we're at three guys. Three returning guys who are in serious conversations huh. for this O-line. And that's Jake Wiley. That's yes. Tank, who we just yes. mentioned. Yes. And then Van Wells at center, who was all PFF first team, all PFF freshman first team last year. Yep. Yep. Ryan really likes his build. He's whew, he's a center center. He is. He could be confused by um, a fire hydrant as a member <laughs> of their family. For um, sure. And then, yeah, Tank and Wiley, maybe the one with the most recruiting chops coming in. Mm -hmm. Local kid. Wiley intrigues me. I think Wiley's got, got something to him. Um, and Van Wells, I think, is, you know. Uh, Tank, I, I mentioned, there, there's a lot to like, and then, then you do wonder, is he, is he too big? Is it too easy to get under his pads? Should we get into projections now, then? Only time will tell. Yes, please. Where do you want to start? Left to right or right to left? Do we leave left tackle for last, the big one? Right to left. All That's right. Good. Right to left. What are you going with? I think I'm going Wiley. I think I'm doing the same. Yeah. Which, if you can beat out Savion, mm -hmm. who's already played in Sean Lewis's offense, I think that's, I think that's huge. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is tough. I do like Savion. I love the size he brings. But, I mean, Wiley was a guy, as you mentioned before we got on the show, Dungeon family, Matt McChesney. Yes, sir. Um, was a highly rated three-star coming out in his class. Um, has played quite a lot of football at CU. But, I mean, we've talked about it quite a bit. CU's offensive line coaches. Devan was a good coach last year. But before that, it was uh, really, really rough. Okay. It's hard to develop when uh, in those situations, I think. But... Fair, fair, Look at what fair. this guy's listed at, 6'6", 310. So there's some size at right tackle. And that's what we're both going with? Yes. Right guard. Do you want to start here? Yeah. Um, I think I'm going Tyler Brown. Even That's though it is the answer. I That's mean, the answer. he's obviously going to be more comfortable at left. But at right, I mean, you have the familiarity with Shador. Yeah, um, yeah. The guy is just an absolute grinder, man. You know he's going to work his ass off. Great it's, kid. It's a natural fit. Yeah. Right studies side. tape. Um, Smart. You know what coach said yesterday, Coach O'Boyle, a little raw, but I mean, there's still a long time to go. We got five months to go, and I believe in Tyler Brown, the person and the player, to kind of figure it out in that time frame. Absolutely, and um, I think you got to get back to that to that strength, just being a bully in uh, in a phone booth, and that's where you want. That's how you want your right guard to play. So let's mm -hmm. go all the way with TB converted to right guard. Center. Are we in lockstep here again? I think so. Van Wells. Van maybe. Wells. Um, I thought, so did you hear what Coach said yesterday about Van Wells? Beyond what you've told me already about the struggles. Yes. Um, I've been thinking about that. I think that's just a little ass kicker for him. Just a little, little motivation. Because yeah, what no. he said yesterday is, you know, he doesn't really have true competition behind him. They don't, there have centers coming in. But no true competition right now. Right. Of the guys you read off. No one's a center. Yeah. Just trying to keep him on edge a little, I think. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I love that. I think they really have something there. And I think a lot of people think that. And I think this is probably the safest one. Yeah. Um, Sports Geek says Savion been taking first reps. Well, Dre? Uh, it's been a mixed bag. When we were there on Wednesday or whatever, Um it was Wiley taking the first team reps at right tackle. So they may be mixing it up, but it did stand out to us that Savion was benched. Um, 
And yeah, I just think, you know, I, I my concern with Savion is that he's, he, like what I described with Tank, can be a bit um, easy to attack, especially like on the inside shoulder and get inside his pads. Um, and I worry about his ability to be a consistent factor as a run blocker. Wiley, to me, gives me a bit more certainty in both those aspects. That's why I'd give him the edge, yeah. Nicholas also shouting out that Jack Bailey does have experience at center, too, but played, obviously, left guard. Love that. Which is where we go now. We haven't seen anything from him, but are we putting Jake Bailey in, or Jack Bailey? Jack Bailey. (laughs) Tough one. (laughs) We put Jack Bailey in at left guard. I think so. Then our Jada Tank BB conversation for left tackle does get interesting. It does. We and can, if you want, we can fill out the five and give your first like rotation guy in. Our swing. Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. Please. Um, okay. So I'm Jack Bailey too. On the left tackle then, who do you got? I will take Landon BB. Damn. I like what you described. Um, so, yeah, I'll be taking BB over Tank. I think I'm leaning that way, too. Tank, I did not expect that. I'm I did leaning, not expect us. I believe Tank can be a good player, but as you as we talked about, I mean, he is a big, big man. And that can just naturally create leverage problems. It just happens that way. And with the experience Landon BB brings in, Played a lot of left tackle. Played it at a high level at his level. Team captain. Sounds like a fit to me. Yeah, for sure. I think you give him the slightest edge over Tank. And I think Jada is really intriguing too. As part of this conversation. Who's your swing guy? Jada probably. Yep. I think Jada will be South Tank. Yeah. Um... I think you can throw Savion in Maybe there, too. Maybe it's Jada at right, and Wiley becomes my swing. Well, that's the thing. Maybe Savion's my swing. Jada is, I think, the real wild card here. Because I think he you is. can put him in at guard. Yes. I think that you can put him in at right tackle and feel okay. I mean, he's listed at 6'6", 3'10". He's big enough to kind of play out there. Um, He's played multiple positions. Hey, man. Fits. I mean, it could it could certainly be. It could certainly be. Um, do you feel better about the O line after doing this exercise? Um, do you feel better about the interior? I do. More uncertain about the tackles. I think it's. I just trust Sean Lewis and Coach O'Boyle. I think, and I yeah. think that what's going on right now is this is a pretty complicated scheme. I mean, they've been back from break for like three weeks, yeah. right? Two weeks. Yeah. Maybe complicated isn't the right word. It's very demanding. That's what the word we've used quite a lot is demanding in terms of your physical conditioning um, and just knowing what to do, being able to pull around. I mean, that's just like a mentality thing. That takes a lot. Yeah. Oh, and he's got them moving every which way, every single play, whether it's misdirection or that's actually where the play is being run. So, So no, you got to be on top of your stuff. mm -hmm. There is a lot of... uh, Dressing? What do we say? Hand dressing? Window dressing? Window dressing. There's a lot of window <laughs> Hand dressing? Dude, I'm <laughs> losing it. I'm telling you, I'm losing it. Um, it's just been a day. But yeah, it's there's a, a lot of window dressing in on this O-line in this scheme. Yes. It's a... Uh, Lots put on them. It's a lot. And I think that uh, summer conditioning is going to bring a lot. That's what Coach O'Boyle said yesterday, too, is that... We'll learn a lot more once these guys actually try to get into game shape and it's it's go time because we still have summer coming up. I mean, they're going to get some time off. Yeah. And I think that's where you're going to get a lot of separation, too. Who's going to actually go in there and grind? Eight more days until the spring game, too. Yep. Coming down to it. Yeah. Wait, it's more than eight. Ten. Ten. Yes. For some reason, I thought it was the 20th. 22nd, brother. Guys, get your uh, comments, questions yeah. in now. Hit that thumbs up button while Come you're at on, it, too. Man. I'm just... 
<laughs> Everyone's out twerking and I can't even get the thumbs up support I need. Please, guys. I know. Please. We need it to to tell uh, RK that, you know, we can still work when he's not here and get the thumbs up. I know. Yeah, when he's in his... We need something to hang over his head. Fictitious meetings. <laughs> um, also, guys, the best way to support us right now... We appreciate all your YouTube support, but if you go to your favorite podcasting app, consider subscribing to our podcast and leaving a five-star review. Do it. We would really appreciate that. And we will get to your questions very shortly. But yep. shout out to our friends at Bacchus and Shanker who win for Colorado families. You see that sign over your head? Beautiful. You see it on the screen? I do. Is it hard for you to see the screen or can you see the No, light? I can see myself. Okay. I can't see you. Um, I'll go blind trying to look at you. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to call Bacchus and Shane. Right, right. Would you be suing us then? Uh, I'd be suing the light company, not you guys. Love that, love that. <laughs> Alyssa would not be personally liable for that. Uh, did you put the <laughs> light there, Alyssa? <laughs> Alyssa says no. no. Okay. No. Yeah, just, well, then you're not liable. That's right. There you go. Bacchus and Shaker have been helping Colorado, family win, Colorado families win for more than 25 years. No upfront fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. They've won $1 billion for their clients and have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Box and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, and uh, blinded by studio lights. You're not doing the motto Ryan does? What is it? Uh, smash that too. You know what to do. Smash that, too. Well, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> As Dre alluded to. Call I didn't him. even do it right, you know, so. <laughs> Call him at 222-2222. The Shador line. The Shador line, To yes. find out if you have a case for free backs and Shanker wins. And then finally, shout out to our friends over at Shady Rays. Let's go. I love my Shady Rays. It's, almost, it's Shady Rays season. So shady race season. By the way, another beautiful day here in Denver, Colorado. We are at sitting Gorgeous. at eighty-four degrees. No, it's it's already too hot. It's it's getting. I'm there. like <laughs> concerned. Like, if this is early April, what is on the horizon? Yeah, it, it was one of those days where like you get in the car and it's just like, oh man, like the AC can't get going soon enough. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> so thank God for shady race. Thank God for shady race. The independent sunglasses, polarized sunglasses so company good, that offers a world-class product. Yes. Best part about them, every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacement. Yes. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked uh, exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, code DMBR, Shady Rays. Let's talk well to the done, people. Man. Well done. Let's talk Thank to you. the people. I get to read some questions. We'll see if. See if I go blind. Jakester does. Yeah. <laughs> First one. Oh, uh, the homie, Sean. Um, What's up, Sean? Y'all think Brennan Thompson coming from the Longhorns hit the portal today? Hmm. Name like Brennan. I've never seen that spelling of Brennan, by the way. No. I like it. Short to the point. All ease. All ease. Yeah. Um, He's the opposite of the NVR. <laughs> he is. He loves yeah. the vowels, doesn't he? Loves he? them. Uh, this guy was a 2022 prospect from uh -huh. Spearman High School in Spearman, Texas. Ooh. This guy was very, very highly ranked. 131st overall recruit. In the 22 cycle, 20th wide receiver, but listed at 5'10", 165. And, I mean, obviously... He's probably already called Coach Prime. He's, he's begging probably, us, yeah. Sean, to come because the, the small speedsters, they love Coach Prime. Absolutely love him. Two-sport athlete in football and track. Wait, what? Yep. Won the Texas 3A 200-meter title with a 21.27 time. As this a junior. This guy's coming. <laughs> I hope so. Dre's crystal ball says going to the buffs. Guys, you <laughs> heard it here first. He ran a 10.38 PR in the 100. Uh, That's quick. He checks off every... He's our kind of guy. He is our kind of guy. Um, Besides, you know, if he was a... If he played in the trenches, he'd be even more our kind of guy. But... Um, 
It'd be, it's interesting. We'll see. I mean, I keep going back to the size thing at wide receiver. I just uh-huh. feel like they already have enough speed, especially when you get Jordan Tyson back. If he's able to play this year, you have Jimmy, Travis, and Jordan. That's a lot of speed. Yeah, I just get the feeling that for them, there's no such thing as enough speed. That's very true. They're just speed cessed. They want more <laughs> speed. Set. They want to run, you know, they want to take you into a track meet mm-hmm. and just run you ragged at altitude, which, by the way, sounds like an amazing strategy. I mean, give it a shot. Uh, we'll keep an eye on his name, though, for sure. I saw someone ask uh, if we talked about Kayshawn Mills entering the portal. We did yesterday. There you go. Check out yesterday's pod. True banger. It was a good one yesterday. Next question. Uh, you're going to have to read it to me. I'm already going blind Yes. Here. What about the pushing of Shador during yesterday's practice by Cokes? Oh. Uh, <laughs> now, I mentioned uh, this during the practice. I saw it wasn't so much Shador, but some of the backups getting roughed up a little. And Rhino and I, you know, Ryan especially. I've spent like two days. Um, but, you know, who've been to NFL camps. An NFL camp. Something like that starts a little, mm-hmm. a little brouhaha. Yeah, um, I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah, to have any type of altercation, I guess a little concerning. It is the quarterback, but quarterback's got an edge. You kind of love that. Yeah, it's reminiscent of the Joe Burrow stories you hear out of there you LSU. Yeah. Um, please leave the quarterbacks alone, though, guys. Yeah, <laughs> hands off. <laughs> Period. It's not up for debate. It's not something we got to go back and forth. He's our quarterback, especially Shadur for this team. Jake doesn't want to go back to covering six different guys who can barely complete a pass, one worse than the other. He would like to cover Shadur Sanders, really good college quarterback, taking the buffs back to prominence. So let's make that happen. Hopefully. Truly. Hands off Shadur, please. I mean, come on. In practice, at the very least. Come on. Next question. Yeah. John Wick, did Tyler lose weight just so he can adjust to Sean's fast-paced offense? If he did, he's smart. Um, I imagine that did play a factor. But yeah. also, I think it's... Like the conditioning program in general. Like, you want good weight. You don't want bad weight, right? Yes. So, if Coach O'Boyle saying, hey, he's like... Uh, caveman strength, maybe some of that weight that looked like, oh, man, this is a big guy. He's going to have a lot of power. It's still there. It's just been compacted into good muscle and not more uh, loosey-goosey weight in the hips. And also, just something we've talked about, I mean, they're in a much better strength and conditioning program than they were at Jackson. All due respect to Jackson. All due respect to Jackson, but yes. I mean, he's really getting toned and turned into like an NFL body type right. here at CU. Right. Um, it's exciting. It is yeah, exciting. Yeah, and I mean the food all around. like Exactly. Right? Like the, exactly. All across the board. Everything yep. that involves strength and conditioning has like upgraded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I just think Tyler's just, he's just a grinder, man. He's just trying yeah. to get better. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Darren's asking, who has a nasty demeanor on the O-line? Um, Let's do a little. You want to do some nasty power rankings? Nasty power rankings. I think it might be Jack Bailey at the top of the list. Yeah, he's got to be, huh? Let me pull I my list TB back up. TB ha- has a little of that to him. Uh, you do not want to face TB between the lines. And then I don't know, Savion, Wiley, Tank. They've got the size though, so it's like I mean, if they win leverage wise and yeah, get a little yeah, stumble, right. I mean, they uh, will definitely they crush can you. Bear you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they can land right on top of you. So, um, it'd be nice to see a little nastiness from Z- uh, Van Wells too. Kind of more, I don't want to say finesse center, but you want to see just that more power coming out from him. For sure, and then I mean the other guys, especially the non-returners, I need to familiarize myself a little more. On the nastiness they bring mm-hmm. before I can truly say. Um, super chat? Super chat from Lamar. Over, Lemons. under on guys transferring out. Um, well, you need 10. 
You need 10. I was going to say, I can do quick maths real quick here. the magic number, but if they are only getting started in the transfer portal and they expect things to look a lot different and so on and so forth, that tells me, gosh, they're projecting at least five to 10 newcomers. Well, for that to happen, you need 15 to 20 mm-hmm. to transfer out. So I guess... We are at 97 now after Mills entered the portal. Um, and I think uh, what has been being said coming out of camp, I think we can expect easily double digits. Easily. Yeah, double. Uh, easily. Double digits just to get the Scully number where it needs to be. Well, the, again, the Scully number can be kind of. I know, I know. You got you some can play games. to wiggle with. Yeah. yeah. But then Charlie's going to go Scully, you know, like yeah. it's, we need more Scullies. We need, well, <laughs> what we need is just, uh, we need another year. So Coach Prime can really round out the Fair roster enough. is what we need. Fair enough. Good point. Good point. To keep trimming fat and just do whatever else he needs to do. Fair enough. When Fair we have enough. this conversation a year from now, spring football, and we look at the roster, I think we'll have, I mean, hopefully we have a lot fewer questions. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Look at us. Made it just in time for our hard out. We made it just in time for the hard out. Um, we did not get the likes in time for the hard out. So one ninety though. That's all right. That's one ninety. Amazing. Solid. I mean, we're ten away. Maybe if we can get ten while we say goodbye real quick. I know that'd be really nice. Would be really nice. Again, tomorrow we have practice. Um, Coach Mathis. Practice tomorrow. Practice tomorrow. You are gonna see it. Uh, well, no, 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 no. I mean, like. Ah, yeah. Ah, the ah, team has practiced. Ah, to, I wish. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, you could see. You could understand my excitement. Yes. I mean, I God, I wish I could go see practice. No, tomorrow. I know. Soon I, enough, hopefully. It's like an O line coach. He's and then uh, he lives for ball. Ball <laughs> is life for all his life. And then we get Coach Andre Hart on Saturday. So my we'll namesake. have a huh? My namesake. Yes. Coach Hart. Yep. Great. Love that. So stay tuned. Uh, hit that like button on the way out. Yeah, hit like if you want to see me lift off my hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Come on, 200, 200. like that. Oh, yeah. He's a magic man. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa, I've never seen anything like 197, he said that, boom, 200. Like that. And look, they haven't even, they're not giving us more. They're like, that's yep, all we need to we see, get. Jake. <laughs> We're doing it. Uh, wow. Tip of the hat to you, Chad. You guys are amazing. You guys. He he and this chat, Jake and the chat, what an amazing combo. Oh, I, I love, love you guys. Love you guys. Thank you to Alyssa for making this happen. Always a blast, man. It's always, always a, blast. a blast. Go Buffs, baby. Let's go Buffs.